Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey everyone, it's Jack from Cultaholic joined by... Something of a dream team. It was almost like never the twain shall meet, but now they have. It's Andrew and Matthew, the the two nicest men. Oh, we've got Tom Campbell as well, though, don't we? Two of mm-hmm. the nicest men in cultaholic.com. How are you? Matthew, how are you? We'll start with you. How are you doing? I'm feeling particularly second nicest at cultaholic. Thank you, Jack. <laughs> how about yourself, mate? I'm not too bad, thank you. And Andrew, how are you? I'm very well. I'm good, thank you, Jack. I'm good. Ready to get into some pitches with the boys. Chaps, are we excited for WrestleMania Backlash? Yeah, I know. Um, (laughs) So it's obviously a nine pitches video. If anyone's not seen one of these before, we'll take turns. We'll go in a little circle. I think we'll go in the order of Matthew, Andrew, then myself, Uh, We'll all go around three times and that should leave us with nine lovely pitches. The other two will vote on whether it's a good idea or a bad idea. And remember that golden rule. It's not what we think is going to happen. It's what What we we want want to happen. happen. Yes. Yes. Um, Matthew, why don't you just kick us off? Oh, all right then. It was good writing these because I was asked yesterday to write them. And I presumed WrestleMania Backlash was the response Hulk Hogan got a few weeks ago. (laughs) Got in there. Pause for laughter. So, my number one pitch for the Raw triple threat match for the WWE Championship. I think they should have some skits backstage to build up to this where Shelton and Cedric, both badmouth Lashley and MVP, and say, yeah, I'm with you, Drew. I'm with you, Braun. I hope you beat that. Ooh, that Lashley. I used to be his mate, but now I'm not. So then the main event happens and actually... Cedric and Shelton turn on Drew and Braun and help Lashley win. And everyone goes, wait, wait, why would that happen? But I thought you guys just separated it. And uh, Shelton and Cedric both go, look, look, look. We thought with WWE firing so many people that we'd have some room to do some stuff. But now that Gaza, Carrillo and Jinder's ninjas are back, uh, we just realized, you know what? We're so much better together. We're like when the cast of Friends all thought that they could go off and do movies and it didn't work <laughs> and they went back and did some more Friends. And they look at Lashley and Lashley goes, you know what, you're dead right, sorry about that. Let's pretend this was the plan all along and move on because let's face it, the Hurt Business were one of the best things about Raw last year and they're just not as good doing separate stuff. 
And Lashley's so Monica. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I mean, it's not, it's not, um, it's not a most seamless pitch we've ever had. But I'm going to no. give it a yes anyway, Matthew, because you're right. It's just, it's results based, isn't it? We want the hurt business back together. It was a bad decision to split them up. Uh, and yeah, I can't think of any reason not to do it in that match. I'm assuming they would help Lashley. They would, they would help Lashley retain the belt then. Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. It's a yes from me. It's a yeah. yes from me. Starting off strong. Andrew. Oh, wow. Yeah. Big yes from me. Like you were saying before, just they were one of the best things about Raw. Just a weird thing. Raw just likes breaking up teams for no apparent reason. And I don't want to see Cedric and Shelton just like fall back into the card. Like it would be nice to have them be more prominent on the product. So yes, it's a massive fat yes from me. Massive oh, fat. Yeah, massive that's fat. great. Yes. I just realised we could also add a bit where someone goes, MVP doesn't make any sense. And he goes, yeah, but then I had Retribution come in and I realised, oh, I've made a horrible mistake. Hey, you know what? Hello? Her business? Yeah. Can we get back together, please? Uh-huh. But thank you very much for that love. Andrew, what have you got? So I have got... Um, Seamus doing an open challenge, but who is it answered by? Well, let me get there, guys. I'm going to take you on a journey, mm-hmm. as always, because I write too much on these document sheets. But here we go, right? So after dominating those who have answered his open challenges this far, Seamus, he's disgusted by the lack of guts on display here in the WWE. Seamus, he wants to fight. He's a fighting man. And this is the best that's presented itself, Humberto Carrillo and Mansoor. What are you on about? What's going on here? <laughs> Pathetic. That's not me saying that. That's Seamus, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> What's more, he's even more disgruntled by the fact that he's not on the backlash card because no one even dares to step up to him. Blah. Jesus Christ, guys. Awful. But you know what? That's to be expected when not one single person back there in the locker room can go toe-to-toe with me. Big Shamu. And you know what? I'm willing to give this another shot. Anyone. Raw, SmackDown, NXT. Come on. <gasps> Come and test your luck against me. Prove your worth. Prove to me you're better than anyone else in the back. And my idea is, after recently handing in his resignation with NXT, here comes Mr. Roderick Strong making his main roster debut. And he doesn't talk. He just stares intensely at Sheamus, comes straight down, and they get right to it. They have a nice old match. Now, I don't think Roddy should necessarily win this match. Both men, I think they have like a really good, intense, stiff-looking brawl. Um, with Seamus managing just to snag the win at the end but Roddy comes out of this looking amazing I think and he proves that he can go with the best and I think you build him up slowly as a baby face before he finally topples Seamus down the line and I would like to see Roddy as United States champion because obviously with Brian not on Smackdown now if Brian turns up on Raw and them two have like some nice chemistry together like they have done in Ring of Honor that would be really cool to see as well So, and perhaps that's the way that Brian even like goes out down the line too. Like kind of just, okay, I'm going to step back from wrestling now because we've had nice matches with Roderick Strong. So Roderick Strong to answer Sheamus's open US challenge at Backlash this weekend. That pitch was like like a really good day. Nothing outrageous <laughs> happened, nothing <laughs> mad. It was neat, it was tidy, it was a few pints in the pub after work. Mm. Seeing all your pals, having a really good time. <laughs> And uh, everything got tied up nicely. That that was clean. I'm going to give it a yes, Andrew. Thank you. Clean one. I like the idea of him not winning as well, but Mm -hmm. still giving a good go of it. Yeah. Because, you know, Seamus is like two foot taller than him. But I get (laughs) it. And I think it works really well. And it sets them both up nicely. Matthew, what do you reckon? 
If I had a perfect day, I would have it start this way. Have Roderick Strong make his raw debut and challenge Seamus. He's bringing out the offspring deep cut. Is that a deep cut? Then I'd hang out with my friends. Play Smash Brothers again. We don't even really care who wins. That's one for all the 90s kids out there. Yeah, all three who are watching. So... Yeah, I like it. That's a well... That, that's the payoff to Seamus coming out and challenging and beating up everybody. He goes, oh, yeah, who could take me on? Who's strong enough to take oh, me on? Oh, Matthew, that was a good... I wish I'd come up with that now. That yeah. would have been good, that. And that's he good. goes, it's my name. I'm, I'm strong. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. Matthew, I've got to ask, because uh, a few years ago before Roderick Strong signed... With WWE, he was obviously a big old, big old body in Ring of Honor and various other places. And was it the UK crowds who invented? I can't say the exact phrase, but the heat that he got for his rubbish little boots <laughs> that he wears. I was there when people chanted a PC dub, and then the uh, PWG crowd did, I think, do it as well. But I can't say who was the first people to do it. But all the Americans are stolen. All the good British chants. Mm. Just saying. Just saying. They are got rubbish. You, got boots, you in 4K, though. just saying. But <laughs> Andrew, if you've never noticed Roderick Strong's rubbish little boots, you'll never unsee them now. I like. I have. I've, do you know what? I've never. Are they like just them? Because I know I can't remember who else it is, but someone wears them, and they just don't. They just look like little plastic bags, just like. Uh, kind of. They're just yeah. low tops, but where yeah. wrestling boots are meant to come right up to come like high. the knee. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like if you ever go to hospital and you don't have shoes, they give you bags <laughs> yeah. to walk home in. <laughs> hospital shoes. Hospital, yeah, it's really work, is it? <laughs> that's the chant. But I was there at PC Dub when he was doing that, and mm. the crowd were doing like, yeah, yeah, and he kept on walking out. Anyway, if we do it again, I'm leaving. <laughs> All right, we won't. Gets in, locks up. Something, something, boots. Right, that's it. You asked for it. So he started getting his merchandise out and putting it on the ropes. And he's going, right, cool, 15 quid a shirt. Do you want to sign an autograph? I can do that as well while the match was on, just to spend it over the ropes. Oh, it was good. <laughs> that is good. It's easy, this wrestling lock, isn't it? Yeah. Probably. They make it look um, so easy, don't they? Yeah. Um, so it's two yeses, Andrew. Congratulations. Thank you. Like I could say no to Andrew. No, no. Uh, go on, Jack. Um, mine, I'm going to go straight in with the match that I'm most looking forward to, which is Roman Reigns versus Cesaro for the Universal Championship. But I've written an article, which I think should be out on cultaholic.com when this uh, video goes live. And it basically explains why in it's going to be a great match, probably. But in booking terms, it's a little bit of a lose-lose situation because... If Roman wins, then Cesaro's push is kind of under threat. You might you might fall away a bit, which is sad. But if Cesaro wins, that would be amazing. But I feel like it's too soon. If Cesaro was going to win, I'd want it to be like at SummerSlam or Survivor, like somewhere mm. for, a little bit further down the line. And I don't want Roman's story with the belt to end yet. There's too many moving pieces. So I think it's time for a lovely old-fashioned, and it's the most exciting result in all of wrestling, a time limit draw. Yes. Ooh. I know. Uh, obviously, the match isn't scheduled for a time limit, so Roman's going to have to do some kind of wrangling with Paul Heyman to try and... I don't know what... I can't think of a motivation why he'd want a time limit. He just can't be bothered. He's, he's secretly scared of Cesaro, but he passes it off as, you're only worth 30 minutes of my time. And if any two wrestlers, I think, could pull off a 30-minute match and keep it entertaining all the way through, because it doesn't have to be a million flips a minute and everything, I think Cesaro and Roman could really pull it off. Um... So I'm going for that. I'm going for a time limit draw 
And then Cesaro doesn't get his rematch immediately at the next paper. He gets put on the back burner for a little bit. Maybe Roman beats him up on SmackDown the week after or something. And uh, I'm sure that a lot of people will probably, if that if that were to actually happen, it'd probably be quite divisive. But I'd like it. So I'm going for the for the time limit draw in the main event. I'm guessing it's going to be the main event. I hope it is. Yeah. Mm. That's a nice way out because you're right. Cesaro needs the elevation, but not that much. Plus, Roman Reigns should be probably pumped to other people, but maybe not at that level. So, yeah, that's a good way out for the next chapter. Yeah, no I wonder, think... No yeah. wonder you write so many great articles, Jack. <laughs> Thank you. Right one, one a week. God. Slave labour, lads. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I think, I think that's a really cool way to do it because, obviously, it, it, it's a bit of a weird one because everybody myself included, wants to see Cesaro get this push, but I just don't see him winning the belt at Backlash. And then I don't really want him to like just fade into the fade into the background again. So I think this would be a really cool way to do it. I like the time limit aspect to it. I think that's really good. Like, ah, oh, maybe Roman's just like, it won't even take me this long to get rid of you, like kind of thing. Um, just like asserting his dominance and stuff. But yeah, I, I really, really like that. I think that's a really cool way to, uh, to like, to keep things going on to keep mm. pushing things forward and I think it would probably have to end with Cesaro almost like the time's running out and he's running wild and he just doesn't quite put him away in time mm. but yes yeah. right um, also I like Jack I, I like the idea of Roman Reigns suddenly turning into Larry Zabisco <laughs> yeah you know, bell rings <laughs> oh gonna go outside ah do some stretches <laughs> put his merch out like Roderick oh, Strong oh god <laughs> <laughs> Um, selling it to the screens in the Thunderdome. Yeah, he's there with uh, the Go on, go on. Yeah. <laughs> Using number 36, come on. Well, who would have thought it? We've all given each other two yeses for the first round of pitches. I know. Venus. Maybe Maybe one of us will ruin it in round number two. Uh, Matthew, what is your second pitch, please? Well, we're hoping people are going to watch this video and go, you know what, I think... They've done such a good job of being positive. I'll watch WrestleMania Backlash and actually be bothered about this. Then they'll watch the rest of the Cultaholic stuff. Because mm. if they go, this looks naff, they're not going to want to watch anything. <laughs> uh, the second one is, it's very brief. Uh, I always do a little filler one between the two. Uh, Alexa Bliss interferes in the triple threat match between Charlotte, Asuka and Rhea Ripley and costs Charlotte the opportunity, presumably of a spooky puppet that goes, um, possibly does impressions of something else on the roster. That annoys them to no end. And this means that on the next episode of Raw, and for the next few weeks, Bliss and Charlotte are feuding. And the benefit of this means I can skip one segment <laughs> per week and get rid of both of them at the same time. <laughs> well, And that's it. With Bliss, it's obvious when she's going to show up, but Charlotte can pop up anywhere. Mm. So, you never, so I get what you mean, though. If you stuck them together, then maybe... She's more the... random than the doll. At the risk of asking a silly question, who's the, who's the bad guy in this? Is it Charlotte? Oh, I think the booker. Um, <laughs> you, the bad you're guy. the bad guy. I'm the bad guy for saying this. Uh, yes, it, Charlotte can be good, but it's almost a joke now, even as a bad character, where she's shoved into these feuds where she shouldn't be there. I'm like, no, 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 this is fine. You know, like, you've just made a delicious pie. <laughs> you know, two separate bits of ingredients, steak and kidney. Fantastic. You don't need steak, kidney, and a gatto. You're like, no, 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 Charlotte, no. God, this is hideous. Why would you do this? Same kidney gatto. So I like to think she's a, she's best wrestling the other people away from the magnificent feud that could be Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. Mm-hmm. Mm, I like that. And 
Matthew, it's kind of like one, like the one that I've got as well for my second one. Oh, is it really? So Should yeah, we both each other a thumbs up so we. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fle- like I'm not saying yours isn't fleshed out. I like because I'm an idiot. I just wrote loads of just nonsense about it anyway. But I could. No, I like I like your narratives that you write though. It's good. Yeah. 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 Should, should we yeah, should we dive into it? I want to give Matthews yeah. a yes, but only because um, it's similar. I'll give Matthews a. Wait, so Andrew, have you seen Street Fighter the movie? Uh, oh, I, no, I haven't actually. Oh, have you is it good? No, no, oh, never. It's good. You're a triple oh, jump it's... wrestling person who worked with me and Jack. And I know, right? Sat uh, you down and made you watch right. Street Fighter the movie. <laughs> one, one day when when lockdown's over and that, we need to watch Street Fighter the movie because it's it's my favorite bad film yeah. ever. It's so good. But but Raul Julia plays Bison and he's really yes. he's hamming it really? up. Really? Yeah, oh, he's the only good one, isn't it? <laughs> oh, it's magnificent. Jean Claude Van Damme is Guile. It's brilliant. oh my, that's cool. Jack, yeah, that's really cool. Jack, quick, don't don't tell anything more of the film. Okay. Just use bits from the film for your pictures. And Andrew Black, wow, that's really good, <laughs> <What>? Jack. <laughs> can we like can we sit down and can we watch like uh, Mortal Kombat and stuff as well? Like go through all yeah, the yeah, bad yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, we're allowed to do that. Anyway, nice. I'm going to give Matthew the standard the Bison Trooper. Middle that's fine. thumbs up because I wasn't sure what to do. Now you are real bison troopers. <laughs> I, I, anyway. don't, I don't rightly know they used to call that. <laughs> go, uh, on, go on, Andrew. Yeah. So yeah, so I guess obviously, sort of going off what Matthew was saying there. So for me personally, and I think for a lot of people too, like we just don't want to. We don't really want to see Charlotte Flair in the title picture, you know, um, or at least not hold the title as it is anyway. So um, with all the stuff that's been happening, like all the weird cryptic promos that Alexa's been doing with Lily on Raw, um, it seems as though Bliss has got her eye on Charlotte Flair. Like Lily was present in um, a shot during a backstage segment, uh, segment? sorry, what Mm. segment with uh, Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville, where Adam Pearce was like chewing out like, you you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have uh, let, uh, you shouldn't have done that. That was naughty. I'm not, Uh, sorry, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at Adam Pearce because every week Sonya does something wrong and he goes, well, you shouldn't have done that. And she goes, sorry. And then the next week it all over again. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so PS is all mad and stuff. We saw Lily in the background there. And this week, obviously, we saw Bliss. She was just swinging on the ramp. And then I think Charlotte, big boots, ask her. And then uh, Alex is just laughing and stuff like that. But um, I know we're, like, sick of the spooky shenanigans and stuff at this point. But I guess this is sort of the place to have it happen and then take Charlotte out of the picture. Um, because, obviously, there's, like, no DQs and stuff. So... The match is going along, themes, things seem to be going in the favour of Charlotte, and then Bliss appears on the swing with with uh, with Lily on there as well, um, much like on Raw this week. Uh, she's laughing, she's creeping everyone out. Perhaps there's a spot like where Rhea and Charlotte, they're like fighting on the ramp, they're fighting each other on the ramp, uh, going back and forth, and then they get pretty close to Alexa and uh, and, and Lily, and like Charlotte either like spits on spits on Bliss or something because she's in the way or like she grabs her. yeah she just spits on her or she grabs Lily and like tears the head off Lily and she's like no one cares about your stupid toys you idiot go on get get away with you and then like <laughs> in this moment Rhea manages to like turn Flair around picks her up and rip ties her off the stage and they go through like some electrical stuff or something Whoa. so that means the lights go out boo the lights go down and then when the lights return back up Charlotte Flair's gone and so it's like uh, the swing set and, and, and Lily and everything. But Alexa's sat on the ramp in a full WrestleMania black goo gear. So she's got like the crown on and all the goo is like coming down her face and stuff. And she's got either, I haven't decided because I was like, oh, maybe she's got like a lock of Charlotte's hair or something in her hand. But 
Alexa's hair's blonde as well, so maybe that might not come off as, as well. <laughs> so maybe she's got like Charlotte's boot or something. I don't know. Um, what's like and, a Charlotte? What's like a, an object that's so unmistakably I don't, Charlotte? Well, the thing I was Anything like, oh, Rick maybe Flair a. Did. <laughs> I was like, maybe like a robe, but she won't be wearing the robe at the time, so it might be a bit weird mm. that. Um, but anyway, so yeah, she's got something of Charlotte's and she goes from just being stoic, like not doing anything. And then she starts laughing maniacally and everything. And then I don't know, some spooky mist comes up and like engulfs her and she disappears. Um, but yeah, like I've, my reasoning for this happening is I think Alexa has been cutting some amazing promos, but I can see him getting a little bit stale soon if they keep going down sort of just like the, Oh, sort of psychological cryptic, you know, what, what could happen and all this kind of stuff. And then also, like, it would be just nice not to have, as I said before, Charlotte Flair in the title picture. And also, if we have Alexa start beating these people that WWE see as, like, the biggest sort of women's wrestlers and build Alexa up to be, like, a dominant force, eventually we could get to Alexa versus Rhea for the title because we can kind of tie it together at the Royal Rumble when... Rhea dumped Alexa over the top rope and like all the women's wrestlers didn't mm. let Alexa transform because they knew like, oh, if she transforms, that's it for us. Like she'll just chuck us all out and whatever. Um, so I was like, maybe that could be a thing. And like, I don't know, Alexa could be all like, ah, you know what? If you had to let her out, I'd be the one held in, uh, holding that belt and, and not you and that kind of stuff. So yeah. yeah, just let Alexa Bliss have eyes on Charlotte Flair just so then Charlotte Flair can t- just do one for a little bit. Just see in a bit. I'm going for a, a bison trooper as well because I feel like I'd have to, but I'm verging almost on a thumbs up just because I really enjoy your um, very, very well thought out attempts to really apply logic to WWE's okay. booking of Raw over the past <laughs> few months because you really did a good job there. <laughs> Thank you. Of, of making it almost make sense. Mm. But yeah, uh, it's a, it's a, ooh, ooh, it's like that. Thank you. It's like that level. Yeah. Apologies to audio listeners. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like the fact that you've gone into even more extravagant detail than Adam Puccini. This making you... He, he does, doesn't he? Right. This making you the new pro of pros. <laughs> so, well done, Andrew. I'm completely outclassed. I have to give you at least a Bison Trooper midway thing. Wow, thank but you. The reason why I wouldn't give you the whole hog is because the reason why I wanted it done is for a little joke and almost because I'm cynical because I'm sick of seeing it. It's not for me. It turns out not everything is good with puppets. I've been proven correct. <laughs> but, but you know what? You know what? You put such effort into that, such detail that I could visualize it. I'm like, wow, that's great. But then I visualized it and went, oh, this is god awful. Even with Andrew writing it, it's still pants. So you know what? Half a thumb, like Dave Meltzer, half a thumb for the effort. I will take it. I will take it. Thank you, boys. Thank you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? 
United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Very good stuff. I'm going to I'm going to go for my comedy one now, lads, and then I'm going to close on a sensible one, I suppose. Uh just cuz I want to throw in the funny one. Uh, mine is involving well it could involve anybody yeah you know what it'll be it'll be Bobby Lashley he's won he's retained the title he's standing on top of the ramp looking all dominant and everyone's like oh no who's gonna stop Bobby Lashley he's unstoppable and what does everyone associate with backlash that they love so much the hooks that come down Mm. and they come down and a figure flies off and knocks him out and everyone's like who the hell is that? And it's only, he's crossed the divide. It's Hook from AW, Taz's son, on a hook. And he's flown in. And he's he's the next challenger for Bobby Lashley. And everyone loses their minds because, I don't know if you know this, Andrew, but Hook's become a bit of a meme recently. I yeah. haven't. What's Hook been doing? Tell he's me. Been, he's just very attractive. Ooh. I don't know, like puberty or something happened. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But everyone's like, whoa, Hook's, Hook looks like such a... Little F boy, um, <laughs> yeah, a dish. Um, yeah. There's a oh, there's a tweet that I saw recently where it's these three guys and they're all like running around the apartment like there's a new Hollywood heartthrob. We need to know everything about him. And one of them just goes, "There's a new hunky teen on the Hollywood scene." And that's how I feel about Hook. <laughs> He's the new hunky teen on the AEW scene. Um, so I'm gonna go for that uh, Hook Hook to fly in on a on a backlash Hook. Uh, it's given us two things that we want to see which share the same name and that's that's it dressed as Captain Hook yeah, yeah. <laughs> bring yeah. me that's what I thought Peter you meant. Fan yeah <laughs> uh, I'll be honest with the recent mention there of Mortal Kombat in the film I thought you were saying Lashley's like yeah I won I've got the title yeah and he's walking backwards and everybody's like Lashley watch out and, goes, oh. and then the two hooks just skewer him like a kebab <laughs> No, Lashley's dead. <laughs> you know, and I was like, "Wow, that's a grim ending, Jack." But uh, no, Hook from um, Crossing the Divide. How mm. heartless would that be for WWE to hire a kid, hire someone's son? Well, don't worry, I've, I've thought of a, a reason for them to feud. Oh, God. oh fantastic! Ooh. There's more. Go on. Obviously, Hook's got the the spirit of ECW in his actual blood. He's he's you know yeah. he's he's the son of an ECW legend, and he thinks that Bobby Lashley is a symbol of all that was wrong with ECW when it was in WWE. Ooh. And he challenges him to a dismember to dis- I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 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 But just those two in the big in the big cage. Yeah. Uh so yeah. So I I don't know what you what you think of that Andrew. 
I like now that you've now that you've kind of like tied it around like that. Uh, it's not too bad. I, again, like, kind of like what Matthew was saying. I thought you were going to be like, oh, he's, Bobby Lashley is on the ramp. He's going to back up. One of the hooks just like gets Bobby's undies and just like <laughs> just like <laughs> takes him up into the rafters. Like just gets a wedgie. <laughs> Fast times at Backlash High. Yeah, yeah. All the kids, yeah. <laughs> Put me down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that. Why I oughta. <laughs> and then Simpsons Cedric and, and, and Fingy are just like below him going, I'll catch you, I'll catch you. <laughs> Is it the Simpsons episode where they're always like, that crusty old Dean? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. that, everyone's yeah. all like, yeah, let's party now. <laughs> and then the whole locker room comes out and just, yeah, just yeah. has a nice party <laughs> underneath start, him. Start dancing to Wipeout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lashley's just there, I hate that hedgehog. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But you know what? You tied it round, and uh, yeah. <laughs> I, that's just a funny image in my head. So, well, yeah, you've I'm enhanced that. That's you. That. So. Well, no, but no, yeah. but like you tied the the like the ECW thing mm, round. Yeah. So, I've got to. Yeah, why not? Go on, it's, then. it's funny. Thank you. Go Cheers. on, I give it to you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, who's turn? Matthew, it's your turn now. Yeah, still final it's one. mine. It's not quite elaborate, but I, I feel quite short uh, compared to Andrew's huge notes. So I'll just <laughs> cross my legs and hope for the best here. <laughs> Roman Reigns retains against Cesaro. This one's more about what happens after WrestleMania Backlash. And decides because there's no one even near his level right now. That as a matter of fact, only champions can now challenge him. Cesaro hears this and goes, damn it, I don't have a title. I can't get a title shot then against Roman Reigns. Roman's like, that's right, that's how, that's how this is going to work from now on. I'm so good. I am the table man, as I say every week. Uh, <laughs> you need to do something about it. So it's like, hmm, all right. So Cesaro then starts popping up on NXT and Raw. And you don't know mm. when he's going to pop up. Whenever there's an open challenge with Sheamus, Cesaro might be there. Mm. Whenever someone's like, who will take on uh, Finn Balor for the NXT Championship? Oh, sorry, Killer Cross now, wasn't it? <laughs> sorry, Killer Cross, who will show up? But Cesaro. And it's like, okay, and he doesn't get it the first time round, but there are a lot of titles in WWE, and he's going around back and forth going, oh, come on, let me get one title shot. It's all right, it's all I need. And doesn't always win it because, you know, be be a bit naff if he wins it after one week. But then just as he's about to put the finishing touches to, oh, God, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's a kill cross. Who should show up? But Daniel Danielson himself, the American dragon, wearing a mask, goes, what are you doing here? You left. And he goes, no, no, no. Daniel Bryan left. American dragon is still around here. And I've decided I'm going to go around doing the same thing as you. He goes, no. That's not fair because, yeah, I need to get my contract back. I need a title. I'd be the unsigned American Dragon from the HWA, trained by Shawn Michaels for one week. Um, that, that'll oh, be me. Was he not actually properly trained by Shawn Michaels? I don't think anybody from the HWA was properly trained. Like, Shawn Michaels ran every class. Oh. He did the thing like the Hart uh, brothers did when Jericho and Lance Storm were being trained, where, like, Bruce Hart showed up for one week and then, I don't know, Jimmy Jack Hart showed up, whatever, Stinky <laughs> sign, or sign Dopey guy. or whatever one of the other Hart brothers that we haven't heard sign, about. Did sign Guy Hart. Sangai Hart, yes. Yeah. Uh, fake Shemp Hart. Um, that's a deep cut, sorry. But the, yeah, so that, and that becomes a thing. Who is going to win the title first and on which brand? Will it be Daniel Bryan? Will Daniel Bryan open the Invisible Gate and do all these independent matches he's talking about? Will he be taking on Jacob Fatu, the MLW title, and then bring in that? Uh, will Cesaro have to beat his friend Sheamus and get really awkward and go, look, I'm sorry, mate, but can we, uh, I don't know, the bar and everything, but... And then all the while, Roman Reigns is just watching this on TV going, ha this is great. <laughs> and I think that'd be interesting because on one level, it means Dan and Brian will be back doing something. 
because we're still not sure if it's real or not, if he's actually gone. And also means Cesaro can get leveled up like your pitch early, Jack, without leveling down Roman Reigns. So that was my elaborate thing. Well, I, I almost gave it a no at first because just because SmackDown's really good, and I was like, oh no, he's he's meddling with SmackDown. But then I thought, no, because generally, if we just look beyond SmackDown at just all of WWE's product, it's all a bit samey sometimes, isn't it? SmackDown's actually doing a lot better than Raw, obviously, but it generally all feels quite carbon copy of the previous week and whatever. Uh, so I think it needs a, a dash of unpredictability. So I'm going to give it a thumbs up, actually. I like that. Yeah, I really like that too. I've Daniel Bryan come back again with a mask, American Dragon and everything. That would be really cool. And that is like a, almost like a, even though they're not the same person, like an El Generico and Sami Zayn kind of thing. Like, oh, yeah. it's, it's not me. What are, you, what are you talking about? It's not me. And that would be cool. And it'd be good to see Bryan like get involved in uh, matches with other people as well. Like guys on NXT and stuff would be awesome to see stuff mm. like that. So, um, I mean, I, I can't not say no to that. I think that is a... A, a very, very strong and good pitch, that Mafia. I, I like that. Thank Chef's you, kiss. Andrew. Yay, all the Chef's positivity. Kiss. What a lovely man you are. <laughs> and also realise that then Cesaro can mess with uh, Dragon and go, I'm Swiss Dragon. You know, no longer neutral. You know? <laughs> and I drink horse blood every day to feel strong because that's why you tell people at the gym when they ask him what steroids he was on. No, no, <laughs> I drink a pint of horse blood every day. Is that's that what why you I'm say? Doing. Yeah, that's what you tell people. <laughs> he's just, he's just... I know that a lot of wrestlers have done, you know, the the old, you know, the, you know, to get muscular. But I'd believe if it, I'd believe it if Cesaro never had. He just seems like a strong person. Mm. Just like, a, he's like an, he's like an 1800s circus strongman. I wish he could grow a mustache. <laughs> That's exactly what I was just thinking then. Yeah, yeah. he just grows a little mustache. Yeah. Never mind. Look at you just um, like, yeah, just daydreaming off in the, in yeah. the distance. Yeah. yeah. I didn't mean that. Yeah, I was little bubble appear in there. Cesaro's <laughs> yeah. He's got a, one huge barbell. Like... Yeah. And for his next trick, the mighty Swiss dragon will giant swing an elephant. Yeah. <laughs> Seamus plays him off. Um, on the piano. Go on, Andrew. Uh, Andrew, yes. Yeah, so um, mine is um, also like Roman Reigns related, but it's more to do with the like continuation of the Jimmy J and, and Roman storyline. So uh, this this is a this is a big one again. Sorry guys about this, but obviously Nothing. after Jimmy's return on SmackDown this past Friday, it's easy to see there's some conflict, you know, conflicting feelings happening between the brothers and the tribal chief. Um, and obviously when Cesaro came out and attacked Reigns at the, at, at the end of the show, um, Jimmy didn't help the chief. No, he helped his brother instead. That is the, that's the thing here. That's the thing to latch onto here. So I, um, it's a little bit of like long-term booking kind of thing as well, but I'm good. Well, let's get into it. So at the pay-per-view, we get like a backstage segment and stuff of Jimmy. He's trying to talk some sense into Jay. He's trying to tell his brother that this isn't him. You know, he's his own man. The only person he should be siding with is his brother because he respects him and he treats him as an equal. And that's what family is about. It's about mm. unity. He goes on to say that Roman probably still wouldn't have the belt, you know, if it wasn't for you, Jeff, you, if you didn't like get involved in his matches and stuff. And look at the respect he gives you. It gives you none. You deserve better. We can do better. And then enter Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns comes in and he stares down Jimmy and, I don't know, says something along the lines of like, tonight's the night you better prove yourself to me. Uh, step up and be a man, pal. Step up and be a man if you know what's good for you. And then Roman walks off and then Jay, Jay sheepishly walks off with him as well, looking at his brother as he goes past him. And then when you get to the match with Reigns and Cesaro, 
Jay's trying to like pull out some dirty shenanigans and stuff on Cesaro when the ref's not looking. But Jimmy's like, hey, look, no, get get away, lad, get away. And he's saying stuff like, you know, if he's truly the tribal chief, he doesn't need our help. He can do he can do this on his own. And Roman hears this, he hears this, like, and he hears it in passing, and he's like, he gets visibly irritated and stuff. And he goes over to confront Jimmy, and Jay comes between them like, well, well, no, 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 he'll fall in line. Don't worry, he'll fall in line. It's all good. And this distracts Roman enough for, like, Cesaro to almost get a, a near fall. So clearly irked by the near fall, uh, Roman, he gets really angry at this point. He proper, like, starts coming in hot. He's coming on over. He's coming on over to Jimmy. Again, he's going to scold him. And then Jimmy jumps up on the apron. He's like, come on then, pal. Let's have a do. Let's have a do. And then behind, Cesaro's coming. He's, he's, he's going to clock Roman around the back of the head. Roman moves. Cesaro hits Jimmy. Jimmy falls on Jay. Both of them are out. And then as Cesaro turns around, Reigns has always ba already bounced off the ropes. Boom. He's got a spear in. And, uh, and where have I got to? Spear. One, two, three. That's it. He's done. Cesaro's oh. out for now. Don't, don't worry, guys. Don't worry. Sorry. But after the match, Roman gets a chair and he starts battering Cesaro. There's like proper brutal chair shots and stuff. And he gets another chair. Uh, chair. He lays Cesaro's head on it and he looks like he's going to go for the concerto. But the Usos have got... The Usos? What was that? The Usos have got back up at this point and he calls them in. He's like, come on, come into the ring. He passes the chair to Jay. And he's like, take the shot. Boom. Jay concerto Cesaro. Roman says, hand it over to your brother and looks towards Jimmy and says, now pass the test. Fall in line and acknowledge me. Jimmy hesitates for a while and he refuses. He turns away and Roman says, I wasn't talking to you. And then Jimmy turns around again. No! Boom! Jay has clocked Jimmy with the chair. Oh. oh, he looks disturbed and disgusted that he's done this. And he's like, oh, you made me do this, brother. You made me do this. And basically, like, my idea for this is I want this to turn into, like, an angle in which we see, like, multiple Jimmy versus Jay matches where ultimately the end is a stipulation where if Jimmy loses he's got a side with the tribal chief um, and perhaps even like uh, Roman Reigns like even threatens Jimmy with like Rikishi or something and he's like I'll beat your dad up <laughs> I'll beat your dad up dead hard and all that I'll never um, let if he doesn't side again. with him yeah. I know right <clears throat> um, but I don't know what it is we're getting to a point where I think it'd be cool to like start seeing some cracks in, a found, in the foundation of this whole entire thing. Maybe have Jimmy join the um, the faction and then they win the tag belts. But like he's always just feeling not right within this thing, and then we just like start to see stuff crumble. And yeah, I don't. That was the long term booking. That's the one. Just just a bit more development, I guess. It's a yes from me. I was yep. horrified when Jay hit Jimmy with the chair. So it's, it, got a, it elicited a genuine response from me. I'm giving, giving it a big thumbs up. Thank you. Yeah, you, you paint such a wonderful picture, <laughs> uh, especially when you're doing the, like, oh, come on, be a man. And I instantly, because I saw the uh, Macho Man A&A thing, I was like, be a man, Roman. Come on, don't be a punk. Be a <laughs> oh. man, Roman. Just one big punk. I am... Um, once for a video at what culture I, I listened to that whole album um my, all of randy savage's rap album and Is i it love good? My, no i love <laughs> randy savage he's like my favorite of that era but that is that rapping wasn't his forte unfortunately <laughs> be a man hulk's got lines in it it's a vicious diss track it's got Whoa. lines in it like 
you, you think you're tough, bro? There was a charity event and you didn't show. He's like bringing real stuff. Yeah, is, yeah. Is that the one against... Her- is it like a diss against Hogan? Oh, it is. is. That the one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I've heard that one. It's good. Oh, it's like hit them up. It's like Tupac and Biggie. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like no Vaseline. It's definitely up there. Yeah. <laughs> What's the other famous one? Ether. Nas. Nas. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just going to genius.com <laughs> to see the lyrics of that because there was one... Inexplicably, he's like talking about how great he is. Your movie, yeah, here we go. Your movie straight to video, the box office can't stand. While I got myself a feature role in Spider Man. Oh, he did, he did. And he was good. Yeah, he was. Just like that. Yeah. Mr. Nanny is red. That doesn't really work, does it? (laughs) So, yes, it's a thumbs up from me. What a beautiful. Bit of the prose, the, the prose is you. almost as beautiful as yourself, Andrew. So thank oh. you for making uh, that pitch sound so great. Thumbs thank up for me. That's lovely. Thank you, guys. Uh, it's my last one, isn't it? It's the last mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I'd save my funny one for now, unfortunately. But I'm going to go for a, a bit of serious booking, actually. Uh, and it concerns the dirty dogs or the top dogs versus the Mysterios. Uh, now, I think what what everyone seems to think is going to happen and I probably agree is that the Mysterios are probably going to win mm-hmm. and then the Usos will beat mm-hmm. them for the tag belts because it's more effective if the Usos beat a, a face team than if they batter <laughs> Ziggler and Rude. <laughs> everyone would just be like, oh, fair, yeah. Fair, <laughs> yeah. Um, so the Mysterios against the Dirty Dogs and I think that Dominic should get the pinfall but in the process of getting the pinfall, it's not like your standard blind tag where the other person's like, what? What are you doing? It's more like he kind of gets to be a bit carried away going for the win and kind of shoves Ray aside. And Ray like bumps huge. He's like, whoa, what? And Dominic pins whoever. Probably, probably Ziggler. I don't know actually whichever one, but pins one of them. And then afterwards, Dominic's buzzing. He's like, we did it, Dad. We won the tag belts. And you can see Ray is a bit like, oh, Oh, I don't know about this. Like, he's been, he's not, is he the alpha dog anymore of the Mysterio mm. clan? I don't know. So that's obviously somewhere down the line. Then when they lose to the Usos, that'll build up the tension between them a bit more. Uh, maybe, I can't decide which one I want to be the bad guy. I mean, Ray is not a natural bad guy, but I just want to see him in his old filthy animals gear with the horns. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> the dungarees. And the dungarees, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, he'd have to take the mask off though, wouldn't he? I don't know, just put some horns on a mask, it'd be right. Hmm. Mm, that is true. Yeah. Is Ray is Ray the one wrestler that like everyone knows what he looks like, even though he, like the one masked wrestler that everyone knows what he looks like anyway? Um Hooventude. Young mm. oh, yeah, mask of now again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Psychosis, I think yeah. smaller Greeks. I think he wears the last two of the ring, then takes it off. I can't think what he what he looks like. No way! I mean, yeah, of course I can. You wore don't it. Don't remember ECW one night stand. He wore it in WWE. Yeah, yeah I was going to. Yeah. I mean, he didn't wear it in WWE. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, I think I think I think Dominic should should be the one who turns on Ray, hmm. and then it should all lead to like a like a mask versus whatever match, mask versus hair, hmm. and Dominic should win. Yeah, hmm. that's right. But that's like a WrestleMania. That's further down the line. Hmm. But uh, the minute. Little bit of a, ooh, between Dom and Ray. As they win the tag match, Dom just trucks his dad aside to get the pinfall. And Ray's like, Dios mio. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. I like that. Yeah. Cheers. And I like that you call him Dom Ray, where I always go with the, the Phoenix Knights dude. Yeah. Ray Dom. 
Ray Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, imagine if they called it. <laughs> They're both big Phoenix Knights fans. Yeah, yeah. I love it. <laughs> I, I like it because it also sets that little ba- thing back in history where people remember that, of course... Dominic is not Ray's son. He's Eddie's son. So there's always going to be a bit of that Eddie blood in him. Yeah, I feel like it got reckoned. No. Did it not come out that Eddie had forged the... Sorry. (laughs) Sorry for spoiling the magic. I'm being a funny. I apologise. But, uh, yes. I like that, yeah, they could just redo the thing where it's like, no, no, Dominic, this is the way to do it. No, Dad, I want to do it my way. No, He starts starts doing the thing in matches. Yeah. Oh yes. I don't I don't know why, Dad, but last night I, I lied, I cheated, and I stole in that order in succession. I don't know what's up with me. It's just puberty. Uh, yeah. So I like it. Setting the scene and to be honest with you, I think this is the only storyline thing to happen for the SmackDown tag titles mm. uh since oof. When was the last time anything happened? Uh oh, when uh, the Street Profits uh no. They they had a thing with the New Day as like a sort mm. of past versus present or like present versus future thing. Oh, that was it Survivor Series, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was yeah, that, that was very reassuring. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> no, I remember when, when the Street Profits called out the top dogs and the top dogs beat them up and the next week they lost the tag titles because they mm. got beat up. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> Am I supposed to boo or cheer them? Because yeah. <laughs> kind of had it coming really, lads. My One of my favourite bits of WrestleMania... I don't even think it was because of the rain delay. I think it. I think it was just a normal in backstage interview during the show. Maybe it was the rain delay. I don't know. But they interview the top dogs, the dirty dogs, and they're just there. They're like, "Yeah, we haven't. We're not defending the belts, but um, for the Raw tag match, we think AJ and Omos are going to win." And then they did, and I was yeah. like, "So they've just their role at WrestleMania was to give one correct prediction." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good use of the belts there, lads. Well done. Yeah. I'm liking Ziggler again. Because yeah, it's they're clear, good. It's, it's clear that Ziggler only cares about amusing himself now. Yeah. I, yeah. I just really like it. <laughs> I like um, he's, he's beaten, paid to chill. Yes. More essentially. Me. What were going to um, say, Andrew? I, would, I just wanted to say yes to, 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 Jack's, um, mm. to Jack's pitch because uh, for a long time I've been thinking as well, like, I think it's probably, well, maybe it's going to end up that, like, Ray and uh, sort of like Dom retires Ray and then Ray maybe just like passes on the, the mask to oh. Dominic and stuff um, somewhere down the line that's what I can imagine happening anyway so I think that'd be a really cool way to like get to get to that point down the line so yeah it's just it's just cool and it would be awesome to see them two father and son just like having because they're both still really well uh, sorry Ray is still really good and, and Dom like <laughs> obviously he's just he's still really good yeah. but he's, he's he's really really good too and mm. uh, and I think they'd get the best out of each other being father and son I think they get a lot of good stuff out of each other so yes it's a it's a it's another big old yes from me Jack thank you guys and in the Jack verse further on we can set up the big Dom versus Hook feud as well yes so, fantastic wow look at that forward planning uh, <laughs> Um, thanks for joining me in this pictures video, guys. Uh, and thanks, everybody, for watching as well. Um, Andrew, have you got anything in the pipeline that you want to share? Um, no, just uh, Twitch Twitch on Mondays, Monday, Funday, 6 p.m., Twitch, cultaholic.com. No, twitch.tv forward slash cultaholic. Uh, just doing that. Other than that, yeah, no, um, just editing and doing stuff and looking forward to finally being able to see you boys in real person, mm-hmm. hopefully mm-hmm. soon. Hopefully so. Uh, and Matthew, what have you got going on? 
Uh, I'll be doing the podcast with you on Friday. And aye, aye. I will not be doing my Twitch streams on Saturday because I'm having the day off because my mate's having a birthday and a barbecue hey. meetup. It's the first time in about a year that's happened. So sorry, people want to watch Final Fantasy IX. You can wait a week. Uh, you'll be all right. The game's still good. And I uh, do Twitch as well with Owen every week on Wednesday from 6 p.m. At the time of recording, this is a Wednesday, but I don't know when this video is going out. It might be it might be when the stream's already on. It might be tomorrow. I don't really know. What I do know is the stream is on at the same time as Sunderland's playoff semi-final against Lincoln, and I'm going to be so distracted in the background with what's going on. So... Uh, thanks once again everybody for watching along uh, leave your pictures in the comments down below why not it's all a big laugh isn't it and enjoy Wrestlemania backlash see you soon planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with Quince Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like European linen premium luggage options buttery soft Italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. (laughs) 